Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All right, so hockey tonight, tomorrow, um, mm-hmm. uh, back home. Uh, so you know, what's been the, the state of play so far, in your opinion? Yeah, I think they're happy with where they're at, 3-1 and one through the first four games. And now, after playing games in seven days to open the season 11 days between games so you have all that information and kind of digest what you learned about a team that as we talked about last time i think had so many different faces and newcomers you're trying to put puzzle pieces together uh with a full off season this year so i think they're happy with where they're at obviously a lot to improve on as any coach would say this time of year uh the one thing again just was finding that offensive identity struggled in game one got a better performance in game two but the freshmen have really played well, Steve, especially starting with Danny Geneev, who's their leading scorer so far. Ryan Kerwin's been good. Simon Mack on the back end. You really could go top to bottom through all five freshmen they have. And that's really encouraging to see. And now you just want to keep building on what you established so far, tweaking, building, and improving as you go into the series. All right. So now, okay, so now you get to um, uh, the power play unit. A uh, guy had told me on the coach's show that he still intended to open the season with three power play units and then we'll see how it played out from there. So how's that played out? Yeah, they've used three so far. And, again, they're still trying to find the right fit and the right mix. What's hurt them is Ben Copeland, because of an NCAA eligibility issue, missed the first series. Clayton Phillips missed the last series with Canisius because of an injury. So those are two guys who will factor onto the power play that you haven't had in your lineup for the for a chunk of the first four games. So I think they're still trying to find the right fit, but the power plays look good. They've generated a lot of shots, have a power play goal in each of their three wins. And I think you're seeing the defense from the blue line. And for the most part, they've gone 1D. There's a couple of units that have 2D. But they, Danny Geneev, who I mentioned before as a freshman, has got such a quick trigger. And just think of him the same way that Dennis Smirnoff was employed as mm-hmm. that shot that's going to move up and down the wing just getting up and down that left wing and look for a spot to hunt and shoot and that's how they've employed him so far and they use christian sarlo with unit he's with as a body in front of the net so i think they have a lot of really good pieces and the way their defense can shoot and move the puck it's not about necessarily having the hardest slap shot right it's your vision your instincts quick puck movement uh with clayton phillips simon mack Paul's and Naples, they have a couple of key pieces that can work really well there. Yeah, which helps. I mean, what has the Naples leadership meant to this point? Yeah, it's been really good. Um, I think especially considering how many guys are going through this for the first time, right? It's not just the freshmen, it's the sophomores as well, who didn't have that opportunity to play in Pagula last year, didn't have the off season. And I think with it being, as I think you've talked about with Guy, and I think you and I have talked about too, there's somewhat of a passing of the torch from now you're two years removed from that Big Ten championship team. A lot of the key pieces to that team uh, have moved on. Alex Limoges and Arna Talvidia moving on after last season. There's a sense of freshness about it, and I think Paul's leadership has been excellent. Uh, one of the focuses throughout the offseason was establishing a better culture and reestablishing that culture that's made them so successful here in the first decade of Penn State hockey and did Naples and his leadership on and off the ice. Because when you're doing that, look, most of that comes away from the rink. When the coaches aren't there establishing that culture and 
forming a synergy and a bond amongst your teammates. I think that's where a leader like the Naples really comes in. Uh, nobody knows uh, among broadcasters the effect of fans that you do because you're the guy that's on the field for us for football. Uh, so you're down there feeling it all the time on, on the mm-hmm. field, re- regardless of where we are. What's it been like in the rink? Yeah, it's been really good so far. And talking to some of the players, they've fed off of it, too. Um, it was just it was a bizarre year last year. But to have the fans back, there, it adds a little jump to your step out there on the ice. The players have said that. And there's a buzz again in the building. Not only can it lift you up when you're down, when things are going your way, I think throughout the years, the thing I've noticed it impacts the most at Pagula is the snowball effect, right? If you get one, yeah. here comes two, here comes three, all of a sudden the momentum's behind you. The goalie with his back to that roar zone and thousand students pounding on the glass, just the impact it can make and, and tilt the game. Um, I know some people discuss momentum and say it's not really a real thing in sports. Well, it certainly is a real thing in hockey. It, I think it is in all sports. And in that building with the fans, that's where that momentum comes into play. And maybe it's just perception, but they awfully look like they're skating faster when the fans are there going crazy. All right. Um, so how do you view the, these two matchups here? Yeah, Niagara, just like Penn State, hasn't played in yeah. a week and a half, two weeks. They opened with North Dakota, and uh, that's a, a challenging opening two games on the road, uh, taking on North Dakota, who Penn State will play next, coincidentally, right. in Nashville next weekend. Um, team with a veteran head coach who's well-respected did not have a lot of success last year, but like a lot of teams across the country have a lot of transfers. So I think you're trying to still get a read on what they are. It's hard to get a read on where they are this year. Um, but because of their goaltending, they're going to have an opportunity to stay in games. The goalie from last year that's returning, Chad Veltry posted some pretty good numbers and then they brought in the, NAHL goaltender of the year from a year ago, Jake Seibel. So anytime you can get solid goaltending, I think you have a chance to stay in some games. But I think it's still really young in the season to tell where they're going to be. But Niagara traditionally has played Penn State really competitively, uh, including last time they were here at Pagula two years ago, a 3-2 game and a 2 nothing game. So they've played Penn State competitively, even though they haven't beaten Penn State. All right, so now let's get the thoughts on this weekend once we get to the football side of it. What's your thoughts going in on this weekend? Yeah, I think obviously it starts with the the quarterback position, as everyone's talked about all week long and for two weeks now. What that's going to look like when Penn State takes the field on Saturday, I think once you remove yourself from that discussion, looking forward to seeing how they they bounce back. We've talked all year long about the leadership on the football team, the the energy and kind of that environment down on the sideline and the way the guys rally for one another, no matter what that circumstance is. Well, they faced adversity in some individual games, but now they're facing adversity, uh, you know, a little bit more big picture from a season. So I want to see how they respond, bounce back, how they use that bye week. That was a physical, physical football game at Iowa. Get a little bit healthier and get back out there on the field because all their goals are still in front of them this season. So I think that's the biggest thing. How, how do you come out of that bye week? Hopefully a lot healthier than you went into mm-hmm. that bye week. Um, and then just seeing how they respond to some adversity after a loss for the first time this year. All right, Brian, big, busy. Uh, tonight, uh, hockey, tomorrow, hockey, Saturday, football. So there you go. Can't wait. Sounds great. It wasn't the same without you last week. <laughs> <laughs> same here, my friend. <laughs> All right, take care, Steve.